0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another entry of
1: heavy rotation. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> um, I felt it. I felt it coming, and I was like, "Yes, I need it. I'll do it."
0: I'm Stefan from the Super House Podcast,
1: and this is Maddie. I also am on the Super House Podcast.
0: All right, and we, we 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 had missed Maddie's music for so long on the last few podcasts because there's just been so much damn geek shit to talk about. So, much. Um, at the Superhouse, that we decided to dust off the old Superhouse umbrella, give it an open, and see what it shook out of there. Um, and every rotation be that thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's true. A yeah. um, couple albums we want to talk about today. Um, an older album, Pussifer's Money Shot, mm-hmm. which hasn't seemed to gotten a lot of like word of mouth, um,
1: which is interesting, being which there hasn't really... been a Tool album in like ten years. Yeah. You'd think everyone would be grasping yeah. at the next anything that sounded like Tool.
0: Yeah, and with the new Perfect Circle happenings going on, um, it, it Matty said something to me the other day. He's like, "You got to watch this or watch this. <laughs> you got to listen to this album." Um it's so it's good, blah, blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, I listened to it, but I didn't hear anybody say anything about it. Yeah. Um, so once the other day when you said it's just damn good to hear him sing. That is <laughs> so true. Um <laughs> and we'll get to that. The second album we're gonna talk about is gonna be the new Paul Bearer album. They're a funeral doom, melodic, doom, sludge, medley. I don't know, they probably fit into a lot of different subgenres, but they released a new album called Heartless. Yeah. Um and it's dope, and we're gonna talk about that right now
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so money shot what, what do you got to say about money shot maddie
1: um i was just we were at work i processed clothing in the back We're allowed to listen to any kind of music we want and i was listening to this band called old oh brother which is like if you took thrice and muse and put them together and then they listen to some metal uh-huh. um so uh good band check them out um and uh you know on spotify when you don't pay for it it just will play whatever it wants and a song my Pussifer called Money Shot came on, so my only like introduction to Pussifer was like "Be for Vagina, and that's the first one I ever heard, and I didn't really care for it, because like, uh, uh, like uh, Stefan said, I really enjoy Maynard when he sings, because he just has, to me, a very great, beautiful voice, like in, in a dark way, you know, so like I was an just like, and a lot of the stuff on "Be for Vagina, like he does that a little bit, but it's more trying to be weird for, you know, whatever kind of like what he needs to get out of himself. You know, when he's not doing Tool yeah. or Perfect Circle. So I get that. It's like an outlet for him. And if people dig it, they dig it. If they don't, they don't. And I was just like one of those people was like, well, I could listen to this, or I can just listen to Tool or Perfect Circle. Um, so a song, I don't know which one came on from uh, Pussifer, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Who is this? It sounds like Maynard. Is it, though? And... Um, yeah. Uh, so and then uh, I was like, "Oh shit! This is like a newer album by them. I'm gonna give this a listen through." So I just like stopped, uh, listened to that, and then stopped what we were listening to and put on this Puscifer album. And I was just like, "Holy shit! This is great!" It's like, yeah, it's like Tool light, I guess. You know, uh, I don't think it's as uh, rhythmically or challenging or as like um, instrumentally technical yeah. as say a Tool album is, but that's kind of yeah. nice that you kind of just get like these basic kind of guitar riffs drum tracks you know sometimes there's some electronic moments to it and it's a little different um and that's what i liked about it because it really um shows his vocal range and just just he just sings on it you know um and he also does a lot of duet stuff with a girl on there i don't know who this person is yeah um and they just blend so well together it's just like it's just so great and I know Stefan being a huge fan of Tool, Perfect Circle, Yay! mostly anything that Maynard puts his name on. I know Stefan's yeah. given a listen. So I, I just... I, even his
0: his book came out this last month, I think. Oh yeah. Or really recently he did like an autobiography with somebody. So I'm like, I was like the other day I was listening to this and I was just like, holy shit, I gotta get that book, okay. <laughs> and hear all the sordid tales of the dark prince of Prague, of late '90s Prague metal. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, Maynard's. I Manage the shit. Anyway,
1: go so ahead. I just sent Stefan a message. like, oh, have you heard Pussifer's Money Shot? Or do you listen to any like more so recommend another Pussifer album? Because uh, uh, what's the one with the uh, conditions of my parole? That yeah. comes in every once in a while while I'm listening to Money Shot, and it's okay. But I was like, man, there, maybe there's something else. And I know there's like an EP I saw that sounds very similar to this, yeah. and. So, but, uh, and he was like, oh shit, I haven't listened to that ever, like, and you were kind of like, it's good? And I was like, yeah, what do you mean? You're the guy I go to for Maynard stuff, like, you're not listening to this shit? Like, I expected from Stefan, hell yeah, why aren't you listening to more of that shit? And I was like, oh, damn. So then he started listening to it, and then I remember you just sending me texts that were like, this song's good, this song's good, Yeah, this song's also good, this fucking album's good, and I was just like, holy shit, so, uh. Yeah, I yeah, just, it was because I had I me- I listened to
0: it a couple times when it came out, and I remember just being like aware of it coming out, um, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is cool, you know. It's like it's better than the last few Pussifer things. Not not necessarily like better. Sorry, I'm I'm watching a couple of dogs. This <laughs> so is gonna be interesting. <laughs> Pause for a moment. Anyway, um, Pussifer. Yes. <laughs> Um, So anyway, I had listened to the album a few times when it came out uh, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, Reminiscent of a little bit of like, I mean, it's Maynard stuff. So immediately I was reminded of like 13th Step. I'm like, this is kind of cool, like a more electronic version of like that moody kind of stuff they were doing with Perfect Circle. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I liked it, but I didn't hear anybody say too much about it. So I was like, I just kind of faded to the back for a little while. And then um, when you said something about it, I was like maybe I'll give it another listen. And I was driving around in my car and I was che- I was just listening to it and I like just right off the bat the Galileo song.
1: Oh yeah, so good. Um
0: it's so good and I love I love how there's like a a tinge of sarcasm to the lyrics like Maynard opens things up to be a little bit more exploratory in terms of his lyricism and a lot of times it's his sense of humor I think that's shining through. Yeah, with Pussifer. Obviously the name Pussifer is <laughs> one of a kind beautiful name. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um um but galileo you know like i forget the line is um something his heresy feeds us all and like you know i don't know just like this delving in and out of these like kind of like um religiously themed or or what would you say philosophically themed um um song
1: i feel like that runs through all of his stuff tool yeah. perfect circle i yeah. mean i know he doesn't write a lot of the songs for a perfect circle a lot of the time but um yeah, um, yeah man i mean but yeah so it friends. was like it was like
0: yeah so it's like you know like galileo and i'm like i feel like i'm learning something and i'm jamming out you know <laughs> like yeah. i'm like yeah and like not just learning about galileo and in, in a way but learning about like myself and like how i feel about you know because it, it addresses like science versus religion versus archaic thought you know what i mean and and that's what I love about Maynard is he's just like, he kind of like as a musician, even as a lyricist, he challenges you to think about things that you probably wasn't otherwise wouldn't hear in anybody else's song. You know what I mean? Like so much of metal, so much of like this darker kind of pop stuff is, you know, filled with a lot of cliched imagery or um, trendy themes and stuff like that. And it seems like he really does make an effort to him and whoever his cohorts are on this project, like, they really go make an effort to, like, um, keep things different, things outside the box. Like, don't, you know, because in a lot of ways, they're, like, pop songs in the way that, like, um, Peeping Tom was for, uh, what's that dude's name? Mike Patton. Mike Patton, yeah. Um, you know, it reminds me of that a little bit. Not so much, but kind of, like, in, just in terms of, like, the approach. Um, so, yeah, my, some of my favorite songs off of this album. I like Simultaneous a lot. Uh, that's the one where you hear the guy talking about meeting this dude on Punker Hill or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then it, and it's like this narrated story about, um, and then at first I was like, I wonder who that guy is. He's talking about, but I'm also like wondering who the guy is, who's talking because the voice is affected a little bit. And the more I listen to it, the more I listen to it, I'm like, it sounds it's Maynard. Like it's Maynard telling that story. Maynard's talking about somebody else. And I was just like, I had to listen to it more. I mm-hmm. mean, um, it's just like, like, and, and, but uh, the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, this dude is smart. Just the, his eloquence, the way that he tells a story is so, um, what's the word like scholarly or I don't know. Just like his, he's so eloquent yeah, <laughs> storytelling. I'm like, that's Maynard. And I'm like, damn, it just made me like the dude more. Cause, cause at first you want to be like, Oh, this is kind of a pretentious story. The guy talks kind of pretentious, but when you put it yeah. together, I'm like 99% sure it's Maynard, but when you put it together, you're just like, you're just like Maynard's telling you a story right now, yeah, about somebody he reveres, who you, who remains ambiguous, um, and then and then you know the the rest of the story about like or, or the the rest of the music when the drum part kicks in and the music I'm just like this is a dope like <laughs> song too, like, it's <laughs> great. so I love that track. Simultaneous, I think it's great. Um, it does come off as a little pretentious, but I think it works for it. Augustina is such a beautiful song. Oh you yeah, us, like singing in the car. Um, uh, what else is a good one? I really love the remedy. Oh, sorry, yeah, I played it on my good. phone. Money. It's funny that you said "money shot" as your introduction to it because, like, that's probably one of my lesser favorite songs on the album. Um, so it's interesting to think that like that caught you and you're just like, "Ooh, I gotta listen to more of this."
1: Oh, no, I just I, I just heard a song. I don't know what song oh, okay. it was, but oh, okay. I just was, like, interested because I was, like, I always thought Pussifer was, like, his weirder project. Yeah. Like, it was just trying to be weird for weird's sake or if there was a reason behind it. It's just, like, when I heard yeah. V for Vagina, I was like, I'm not into this, like, when I heard it when it first came out. Yeah. And I just never really listened to him. I know a friend of mine, she got to see a Pussifer for free, and she was like, should I go? And I was like, I mean, how many times will you get to see Maynard, you know? like even if you don't she's like but i don't know anything i was like well you might enjoy it and it's free she's like i have to go with this like weird person i was like but how weird are (laughs) they they you work with them she's like i guess you're right i like how you're having this in depth of a discussion i mean i was like if you don't want that ticket i'll go with this person you know like you know so um like that kind of and i was like oh that's gonna be a weird show and then she never really said anything about it and i was like i mean she said it was good she had a good time and i was like oh i guess nothing stood out i don't need to think about that band again so and then that popped back up and i was like man it feels like i kept like all these little things are just drawing me you know so i was like all right fine i'll fucking listen to this album but yeah yeah. you totally
0: boomeranged me back to it for sure And and then like yeah it was so rewarding and like Well, Maddie was just like, man, it's so great to hear him sing. I'm just like, you know what? He's absolutely right. This is like, you know, so many people are clamoring for Tool. And yes, we'll get a Tool album. Give it time. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's going to be great. Um, But uh, eat up some of this Pussifer joints. Even the weirder stuff is cool. But like Money Shot really is like kind of like a a groundbreaking album for this project. Because it just like they've done enough of the eps and tinkering around with different sounds and concepts to now that because the album's pretty cohesive you know it has a pretty yeah you know balanced tone throughout i would say um uh and so you know uh, compare and it's and it's a lot different than some of the other stuff that that he's done with this so it is it's dope if you love maynard man listen to this shit
1: yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I don't think there's like a terrible song on here. Some I yeah. like more than others, but I mean, I honestly just if you want to hear Maynard sing or just hear his voice cuz you're like, "Man, it's been a while since I've heard it." This is a great album to yeah. reintroduce you or if you're just like I'm not into that, just listen to a Tool album. It'll be a new yeah. one.
0: It really it really shows you that Maynard like he's yeah, he's the lyricist of Tool. And he's known as the the singer for Perfect Circle and probably writer or whatever. But this is him at his left to his own devices. This is his concept, and it just goes to show how how good of a musician he is in his own right.
1: Yeah, I mean, works with, yeah. I feel like Christopher. I feel like Christopher started off as him and his like good friends like making music. Yeah. Just, you know, and then he was like, "Oh, this will be yeah. fun. Let's just release it. Someone will buy this shit, you know." Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it's just they're like, "Well, tools not I don't know. I don't know what is motivation behind for me cuz this album is more like wine. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but like I don't know like it's so good. I just don't know why it didn't garner more attention. And I guess it yeah. came out. I, there's always good stuff coming out, so I'm sure it's just one of those things that gets pushed yeah. to the back you know tool hasn't released anything i'm sure this will become more relevant when the tool record comes out
0: yeah pussifer hasn't really toured much either as far as i know yeah so that's probably another factor
1: yeah i mean i don't know it's good check it out if you need if you got to scratch that itch of uh you know tool because i mean it's it's what we got until H- so, so. <laughs> that's
0: all H- i got to say
1: about it it's good listen to yeah. it
0: it's a good one. Definitely check it out for a fan of Maynard. It's a really rewarding album. Good listen. Some chill shit. Um, next up, we're going to talk about the new Paul Bearer album, Motherfucking Heartless. Yeah. What do you think of Heartless?
1: So uh, I think Pitchfork, I follow them because sometimes their reviews are kind of cool and I like just like yeah. to get a general sense of like what a bigger new uh, music site might say about something and this guy was just like this is basically what i took from it was this was a trash record and they'll never be as good uh-huh. as like the album before foundations of burden or the one before that yeah. which i love both those records they're great um and i was like holy shit and i listened to that little ep and i was like this is cool it's like covers yeah. and i enjoy yeah. this i enjoy them covering something in their style and that's fun but, like, for me, covers are, like, fun at, like, a concert. Like, when you see them live, you're like, oh, shit, they're doing this. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, like, when pe- when the bands release stuff like that, it just, like, doesn't hold my interest as much as, like, full albums or, like, at yeah. least an EP of original songs. So, like, I listened to that and I enjoyed it. And I guess the reviewer was hoping that they would take a little bit of, like, their typo negative cover Yeah. and, like, incorporate that into their music. But, like, that singer has a, different, has a totally different style of singing than those guys. Yeah. So this is just, like a lot this song they love they love to play together so they're going to record it and why not they're on a label let's release yeah. something sell a couple of copies of it the artwork on that fucking uh three song ep thing is fucking yeah. dope though but oh. um you know uh yeah. so i just the, the reviewer seemed like he was just hoping they would go in a totally different direction now my thoughts on heartless are it doesn't sound anything like foundations of burden but that's a good thing yeah um i think it okay. shows a maturity with the band I also like that I mean there are long songs on it but I felt like on Foundations of Burden uh, some of those songs you're just like holy fuck man you need to sing or something you know like because the Doom part of it was just so prevalent and I think what Paul Bear is doing now is kind of doing what Mastodon has been doing since like when they released Crack the Sky interesting like I think they're taking like they're not getting so proggy or anything I just think that they're They're moving in a different direction that isn't cornering them in a funeral or doom metal kind of band like hey we can do more than that like we'll still write those long long doom songs but those are great i also like some of the vocal stylings i think it's the last track just sounds totally different and it's one of those songs like i'm like oh this sounds good and then he sings i'm like but it doesn't sound like you and i don't know if i like it but that's good because i like it challenges me as a listener of paul bear you know like what's to come after heartless like I, th- I feel like a lot of people thought Heartless was gonna be like the like th- you know how every band has like the one album, like Deftones, like White Pony, and like you know yeah, you can just kind of right. pick out these these. Ba- I, th- I-, I think a lot of people won this record going, this is it, man. After Foundations of Burden, they were almost there, and Heartless is gonna do it. But if, yeah. I think Heartless shows us anything is an experimentation with yeah. what Paul Bearer is, and these guys are young. They've been making music, you know, for a while now. And yeah. I, think, I think Heartless is great, man. I don't, uh, there's not like one track on it that I hate or anything. Yeah. Um, I think everything, uh, sometimes I put an album and I won't catch up on the lyrics or anything right away or be able to sing to it, but I found this one easily singable. And yeah. I also felt like I wasn't like um, waiting around for a song to start, like what I felt was Foundations of Burden. Not to, hit, not to hate on Foundations or the album before yeah. that. That's just that type of thing and Doom Metal can kind of take me out of it because I'm I mean, Stefan knows, like, the kind of stuff I like. I'm very much, like... I like a lot of shit going on in my music. Like, love Dillinger Escape Plan. Like, those guys are, like... Yeah. Love it, you know? I love jazz. I just, like... I love anything with a lot of moving parts. So, like, Doom Metal, for me, is very hard for me to, like, chill, like, listen to. But I felt like Heartless is, like... Like, a fine line of... Doom Metal meets, like... Some... There's more going on there. Yeah. Um, and that's what I liked about Heartless, is that I see them going in a different direction. I mean... I like the long songs, and they do have them on here. So don't think that there isn't a ten-minute, twelve, thirteen-minute epic on this motherfucker, because there are. You know, <laughs> and these songs aren't like three-minute songs; they're like five to six minutes. So it's like you know, but they're all good and they're all well-rounded. And uh, I just felt like Heartless is a experimentation for Paul Bear, and in a good way, not in a terrible yeah. way. So that's my thoughts on Heartless. Just <laughs> listening to it, like I bought it, like I listened well to it on put. Spotify, and I was like. I have to listen this album in order because like I just I just didn't make sense when I heard the songs the way they were arranged on Spotify and I was like fuck it iTunes take my money I need it like this instant so um, but yeah I I like it I think it's good I it's 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 getting to the point now where I think I enjoy Heartless more than I like Foundations you know just because I like the experimentation with it I like the direction there's this I forget what song it is but, oh, and my favorite song on the album is fucking, um, oh shit, sorry, I, terrible, uh, Live yeah, Survival, that fucking opening lyric, of, of it's basically along the lines of, all my gods are gone, and yeah. it's just like, holy fuck, this is epic, yeah. you know, Live uh, Survival, um, the only one that kind of like loses it for me is like, I love I Saw the End, I think it's great opening, track two, Thorns. I uh-huh. think it's like the most forgettable song. But only wow. I think it, I think it only because it follows up Live Survival and that's the one I like so much. But
0: uh-huh. everything
1: after that it's like, yeah, I know that that song's good. Um, it's good, man. I, I think yeah. it's a solid fucking record and anyone who's hating on it is just like in my opinion doesn't like metal. or Yeah, right. Pallbearer <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean, <laughs> so uh, don't don't read that Pitchfork review and go, this is all I need to read. Pick it yeah. up, listen to it for yourself
0: for sure pause for a second. my thoughts on paul bearer's heartless are as such um first off i want to say foundations um <clears throat> first off i want to say foundations of burden is an absolute masterpiece in my opinion um probably one of my most my most listened to album of that year i think i think was it 2015 2014 2014 yeah I'm, i can confidently say that was probably my most listened to album of that year probably my favorite album of that year um i need some water
1: okay (laughs)
0: um that is to say also or uh, that being said i think heartless is a really great album and i'm gonna lead with my least favorite track is the last one a plea for understanding his voice I, i dig the experimentation but just his voice on that track is just one shade past too whiny for me just just sonically just it hurts my ears to hear it i'm just like Ew, you know and it's just because of the singing and it's kind of a meandering one and i appreciate them for their experimentation and i think like what maddie was saying about it being a mature entry into their um discography uh <clears throat> based on those things um is accurate <laughs> i feel like i'm talking like spock right now <laughs> um but uh yeah and so like some of my favorite tracks on this album the first one i saw the end it starts off strong it leads in strong it's a really it's a long track it's pretty epic it's kind of like here's this album this is what you're in store for strap the fuck in um because it is a really melancholy album it's a it's it's heavy in the way that it's not so chugga chuggy but it's like heavy in an emotional way and you know in a lot of ways they they like what you were saying about like with mastodon and the the evolution of their sound um you can hear with pallbearer it's like they're it's almost like they're extracting that syrupy sadness and and just like manipulating that concentrate even more into heartless and the album's called heartless so it's just like it's heavy you know what i mean it's like it's heavy in a way that most metal albums aren't which is a really weird thing to say it's yeah. heavy, you know, and it's and it's artful in the way that like Deaf Heaven has been. And I think like Liturgy also is with both experimentation and kind of like emotional melancholy style
1: mm-hmm.
0: melodies and stuff. Um, I love Thorns. Thorns is probably my favorite track right now. Thorns, it's between Thorns and Dancing and Madness. Those two tracks, I think, are they stand out for me. Um, Live Survival, I got to tell you, I, it, I, I, I've only listened to the album about three times. Um, and I think it's great all the way through, except for up until that last track. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end of that last track delivers, I feel like. So it's not all bad. Um, but Dancing in Madness, I really liked. Uh, Live Survival, I'm going to pay out a t- a special attention for that one next listen. So I can groove on it with Maddie. Yeah. Um, um, and then, the, you know, because I've listened to it in the car mostly. So I haven't seen the track titles enough to memorize them yet. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, through and through. There's a lot. It's it's very different sound than Foundations of Burden. Foundations of Burden's this real monumental. I think the artwork um, captures a lot of the tone of the music from Foundations of Burden because mm-hmm. it still has this kind of like fantasy element to it. Yeah, you know, there's there's something magical about that. Um, and Heartless kind of takes away that narrative in 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 tonality. if that makes sense it kind of like you know like the guitars aren't so much like exploring the dark deep dark woods of of some fantastical land um now they're more or less an expression of this person's emotional you know like uh what's the word like tendencies i guess like the guitarist the lyricists the drummer the rhythm guitarist like they're all like working together in this big soup, this like emotional melancholy soup. And um, you know, Paul Bear is like a standout like funeral doom band. And their earlier stuff was a lot darker, a lot more menacing. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and and I wouldn't say Heartless is menacing at all, but it's definitely heavy.
1: <laughs> it se- yeah, Heartless also seems like it could be possibly a breakup record. <laughs>
0: Whoa! Yeah, I thought you meant like the band breaking oh, up. Oh, no, 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 like, no, no, know, no, like no. <laughs> no, there's like some
1: breakups with like, fam- you me know, mean, who knows what, girlfriends, yeah. family, but yeah. like, I think a plea for understanding, like that last track is more of like a, a, kind of like a weird dark love song,
0: Yeah. like
1: kind of like, I mean, it's called a plea for understanding. It's almost like some of the lyrical content seems like, yo, I understand things are fucked up, but like, can't, can't we under- be, have an understanding? Yeah, And um, I, I, I feel like the title and like what you were saying about the artwork with the two previous albums is that, you know, there probably is a narrative there of something they were going for. And it's just like, you know, they probably wanted to do something different. Um, I know that the pup agrees with me, so that's good. Um, that's, but uh, That's Giuseppe. <laughs> oh, Giuseppe. Oh, it's such a fancy different. name. They're um, barking
0: at the coup or whatever is going on right outside my window.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But um yeah uh it just I, like I love the artwork for this new album I liked it it's a departure from the previous two and I think that shows a little bit of maturity with them or maybe not even that maybe some experimentation who knows their next album could go right back to that fantasy world or that like yeah. same kind of concept with the previous two but you know yeah. I I feel like when you're in a band and you've been playing for so long and I think you know in the few bands I've been in um you kind of just you want to experiment all the time and like the stuff you play for people isn't the stuff sometimes that you jam with with your boys you know (laughs) you know so uh, i feel like this might have been a time where they were like okay we have to put some of those songs in there that's what people are going to buy a record for but let's try some of this and i know there's some like there's this one part there's this cool cool guitar sound in one song i can't remember the name of it but it kind of hits this like sound that like has not been done on a Paul Bear album before but it's like a so it's like a little bit of a solo and it's just like there's like these two notes he hits and I'm just like, holy fuck, you needed to do that more. Yeah. And I was just like, it sounded so cool, but I like that there's these little bits in it to keep me like as someone who likes a more technical kind of style, like when I listen to music, yeah, um, that keeps me a little more interested in it not to say that yeah. doom is not like i mean i couldn't play doom just because i'm a crazy like add person you know <laughs> yeah. so like I, I want as many moving parts as possible so like doom for me i'd just sit there be playing it and be like i'm so bored yeah i don't know what's happening i'm hitting I, this one note yeah. and it's been 12 minutes that's why, know, so. I, that's why
0: i think it bleeds really into the stoner genres of metal too because it's like you probably it's like to be a doom funeral doom drummer that just like doom cha yeah. You know, like you got to be fucking probably stoned out of your mind and just riding that wave, you know, but um, I know what you mean. Um, I think I think they were smart with this album to try a lot of different things. And the EPs were like that, too, because I remember when the over and over EP came out or no, the let's see let's over and over is the song that sticks out to me. But it's actually called the Fear and Fury EP. Yeah. Um, but When that came out, I was like, yeah, more fucking foundations of burden. And then I listened to it. And I was like, this is nothing like that. But over and over is dope. <laughs> And like I think they're really smart because it's just it's just a monument in my opinion to how great that album was. But then knowing like you know you know we're probably gonna lose some fans over some of this experimentation and it'll probably be forgettable stuff. But you know it's like the same thing Mastodon did with like Hunter. You're like here's a compendium of songs. Like take it as you will. We're still around. We're still rocking. This is what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and and then and then for Heartless to come out and be like boom we're gonna commit to some of these. Uh, experiment some of these things so you know if they i think it's stupid if they lost any fans and i think uh, any diehard Bear fan or any any fan of the band even if you're not super diehard I, I think most people will like it like pitchfork is always pretty they can be pretty harsh it's like like pitchfork is like that kind of black and white view of things like it's either really super amazingly great um or or it's like total trash you know i feel like sometimes they for certain things they just like they it's like the vehement like they can't wait to just tear it to pieces but you know it's pitchfork you kind of like if you you know you kind of know what you're getting with pitchfork so i think um i think the album was a smart play for them i guess (laughs) for them to and
1: i also feel like metal is like the genre of metal is sort of a trap for metal bands because it's like if you try yeah. to do anything outside the realm of conventional like whatever their sound is there's always going to be yeah. like you know resistance to it like i'm sure like because the, fir- the 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 two liturgies before the arcwork, um don't sound yeah. anything like that i mean there's elements of like what they get to in the arc work, but not like that I mean, I would consider it a metal album, but there's probably a lot of metal people would be like, that's trash. That is not a metal album. You know? Yeah. Um, I think Zeal and Ardor, which we talked about, I consider a metal album, but I don't think a lot of people would consider that album a metal album, even though it has uh, tendencies of like, you know, black metal in it. Um, But, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people would hate on both those albums because it's something different in the metal genre. And usually like for metal heads and stuff, it's they want a particular thing all the time. And there's so many bands that do that. So when you hear something like, you know, The Arc Work or The Zeal and Ardor or like even Heartless, where they kind of just like do something a little different from what they're known for, it's just like it, it turns people the wrong way. <laughs> it's you right, know, it's like, yeah, no, you totally. just got to accept these new kind of genres. I mean, I yeah. get it. I mean, I get it. If it's bad, it's bad. But I like at yeah. no point and do I think, I think Heartless deserves any kind of hate.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think I think when it comes to metal albums just kind of across the board, especially, well, technical metal albums, progressive metal albums, um, and you know, like really super heavy Dillinger style math albums and stuff like that. If if your ear is tuned to that in a, in a way that it interests you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, don't shot like don't sh- uh, turn away from albums so quickly um because I think it takes a fair bit of commitment for an album like Heartless um, for like a, the new Mashuga or something, um, yeah. to really to really form like a, a well a well thought out opinion, I guess, or well felt out opinion over the album. Um, the dogs are barking again. Um, I, they love it. Fuck. They
1: love Heartless.
0: <laughs> anyway, heavy rotation episode one, technically. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. One, I wanted to say a couple things. Um, okay. Kind of continuing what I was just saying uh give albums a chance uh kind of you know give it some time with with certain albums like this my first listen to heartless i was like oh that's not as good as foundations of burden we got to get over that kind of thing because then it'll, it'll probably keep you from like really good music and bands and like keep an open mind um that being said maddie i think you should give another chance um i have not been able to stop listening to that motherfucker with recently them? i think it's great um chemists hunt uh hunter or hunted remember that they're the band from Denver? yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, they're actually on tour with a band that i like i think they're on tour with like oathbreaker yeah. or something right now and there's like i might go yeah s- try dude. to see them in like chicago or something i don't know but um sure. yeah, yeah i mean give that album thing, another the chance thing, the thing about that album is i don't mind it i just it's doom metal for me it's just I got to be in the mood for yeah. it, man. And yeah. I know I'm like right now. It's a good time because I'm loving Heartless. So if I'm gonna get into it, I got to listen to it now, you know. Because yeah. like I uh, know yeah. the next the next thing I'm gonna get could be into. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's um. Oh, what was I just gonna say about? Oh, Doom Heart- Heartless kind of reminds me of like a lighter toned Bell Witch um or what was that yeah bellwitch by four
1: oh man yeah that's fucking the, shadows I the say. four phantoms but you know it's great. like that similar
0: time four phantoms yeah yeah um it reminds me a little bit of that but like four phantoms are like way more on the just like but anyway um yeah, it, we'll keep talking about this additions of heavy rotation um anything you want to leave with maddie
1: up. no i just wanted to talk about well mainly heartless um i, I feel like we'll have a yeah. heavy rotation for the new mastodon that comes out uh this friday so
0: oh we'll shit, have to maybe Lenny.
1: yes we will so um, and I, one and
0: uh one thing i think we should oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but new mastodon next week um and i also think is there another album you want to suggest for next week
1: uh you i mean you go i did the two this time because so i was that's cool one okay cool. yeah yeah um, so I was thinking do mastodon to...
0: and i was th- i was listening to i caught a track on my daily mix from spotify uh from meshuga i think we should do their new album because it's it's fucking heavy i think we should ta- try and tackle that shit
1: all right yeah i'll give it a listen dude
0: all right cool um yeah so that'll be heavy rotation for this time around sorry about the dogs uh but fuck it whatever yeah. um on the we'll fly. catch you on the other side of the record, son. Yeah. That's our new phrase. Is Sorry. it? Okay. <laughs> no. <I don't> know. <laughs> Bye guys. Later.